We ask, Lord, that you will come into this edifice. Come into our spirit, Lord. Take us, revive us, and renew us all over again. For we ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Let us sing Sabbath rest. I ask you to stand with me. We set our work aside. We set our work aside. We leave our cares behind on this day of Sabbath rest. Oh God, on this your holy day. On this your holy so blessed that we are excited about what we do here and we'd just like to reveal that to you through our mission and through our vision and so at this time we're going to ask you to recite or read with me our mission statement our mission is to empower and disciple our members to be loving servants of Jesus Christ sharing the good news of salvation through prayer outreach and worship our vision our vision is to be a healthy, united body of believers, actively engaged in the community, providing emotional, physical, and spiritual support. Praise God, from whom all blessings flow.
Praise God. Let the church say hallelujah. Welcome. Welcome. Do we have any visitors in the house this morning? They're on their way. So while we're here amongst family, it's good to see family. Haven't seen y'all in a while other than last week. I want to thank God for this opportunity to welcome y'all out into his house this morning. I pray that y'all receive something in the form of the word, a song, or an invite, or just something inspirational that you receive from another member. So at this time, we're going to do what we normally do. We're going to stand to our feet and walk around and welcome each other. Thank you. Come on, family, let's move around. Come on. Give somebody a nice smile and say it's really good to see you at Tabernacle of Praise. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Shake the hands of your family and friends. This is a blessing, a great opportunity to connect with our brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. Hey, we say what? You This is Pastor Claval Hunter. Those that are worshiping online, please, this is a place to be. To be. At Tabernacle Praise, this is a place where we experience the power of God through prayer, outreach, worship, education, and relationship. This is a place for your family. This is a place for your friends. This is a place to grow in God's grace and in God's knowledge. We are so glad that you are worshiping with us all around the world. Please share this live feed with your family and friends. We have started a new series, and we want you to be a part of this growing experience with us. And so we, we ask that you be a minister, you be an evangelist just by sharing this live feed or even clicking on like so that your friends and family can hear the gospel. I pray that you continue to have a wonderful week. If you're ever in the St. Louis area, please come and worship with us at Tabernacle of Praise, 1721 Parker Road. Have a blessed day. Come on, you're welcome. Put your hands together, everybody. Come on, y'all excited? Come on. At yeah. You got to put that smile on your face. Hey, you. Come on, everybody. Uh-huh. At the top. One more time. Say, you are welcome. You are welcome. To praise. To praise the Lord.
Amen. Come on and put your hands together for Jesus Christ. Put your hands together if you're just happy to be alive. Amen. You may be seated, choir. We give God thanks for allowing us to come together in this place just one more time. Amen. That's a miracle. Come on, somebody. Uh, you're sitting here today and you're able to move and you're able to be able to do what we're doing here and experience this. It's a miracle. You got to put that smile on your face because God is so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a benefit, right? Amen, amen, amen. That's what it's about. And so I'm so happy to see all of the members in the house today. You know, I know sometimes when we, when we do the, the welcome time and we ask for, for not visitors, but we ask for guests, amen? We ask, we ask for guests in the house. But we, remember, we are a world church. We have people watching online, amen? And we know that people, um, they, they, they come at a certain time. But we're so glad that the members are here as well. Amen? And so we're happy, happy that you are in place. How many who came out at 930, you enjoyed the, the family group on um, um, breakfast? Amen? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. I'm, come on, y'all can put your hands together. At top, at top, we are a growing, growing church. And, and we try to do this hopefully once a month where we can share the share breakfast and fellowship with one another and still study the word and so we, we praise the lord for our leader superintendent i'm um, sister beverly stored anderson amen and also um sister sister kelly kelly scott our social event coordinator and her team that worked with her this morning everybody that worked this morning we say thank you that's what it's about, growing this church, amen, growing this community. What we need you to do, family, what we need you to do, when we have these, um, these, these, these events, um, it's not just for us. Um, it's not just trying to bring people in, in the sanctuary, but, it, but to show people, man, we, we are a family, amen? Outside of the walls, outside of this worship service, that people can be comfortable. And so it's for, it's for your family and friends, especially those who are unchurched, Amen. Bring them out, bring them out, and they will have a wonderful, wonderful time. So I just want to thank um, our, our family group um, team um, for doing that Sabbath school. Thank you so much. Well, family, um, I pray that you receive a document because I want to talk, um, talk uh, very quickly about um, our seven days of prayer and fasting. That's what we're about here at Tabernacle Praise, right? And so we, we want to experience the power of God through prayer all this week. All, all this week, go back, go back to that slide for me. Um, all this week, we want to experience the power of God through prayer. And so I need you. And it, I, it's so easy, very easy. You ready? You don't have to come here to pray. Hello. All right, how many of you received the, the fasting schedule? What are we praying for? Madam Clerk, do we have that? Not the cal, not that. All right, so we'll get that for you downstairs in the fellowship hall. We'll get that for you downstairs in the fellowship hall. Um, on that schedule, it will show the purpose of, uh, um, it explains um, the meaning of fasting, why we're doing it, what we do, all right? And then it will show you each day what we're praying for as a, as a church, all right? So I need you not to leave without this document. Amen. Do not leave without the document because we need every individual, even the boys and girls, to be praying for seven days. We already studied the story about Jehoshaphat. 
when the enemies were coming, they called everybody, even the children. So parents, it is our duty to make sure that we are praying and we're educating our children about this spiritual discipline, fasting. Amen? We got to educate them why we do this. And show them what we're fasting from. There are going to be times we're fasting from video games, social media. It's not just for the young people, it's for all the adults too. Alright, so I need you to follow that schedule. There are going to be times where we're fasting from food. Alright, and so we want to do, deny ourselves so that, we can, so that the Spirit of God can be poured into us. Amen? And when we are united front, we will experience supernatural power. How many want to experience that? And so I will talk more about that downstairs, downstairs during our fellowship time, because I need you to have, to have that document. Amen? And so what we're going to do, starting tomorrow, all right, from sunrise to sunset, you will see on that document, and we're fasting, but we are coming on the prayer line. You see the number? You'll have that number on that document. Dial that number, and then put in the access code, all right? We will start at 6.30 and we'll get out no later than 7.15 or even earlier. Amen? Amen. So don't wait for 6.30 to dial in. Amen? Because we want to make sure we start on time, right? And so please, please, I need need everyone, not just our leaders, but I need to hear everybody. You can get your family in that room and y'all can put it on speakerphone and we're praying together. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Also, just want to let you know, today we have a very important church business meeting at 4.30. If the time is going to change, I'll let you know downstairs. But for 4.30 p.m., we have this business meeting because we want to vote our budget for 2020. Amen? Amen. We also want to talk about our 2020 plans. And so you have received um, the calendar of events so far. Amen? You can see what's happening for the first quarter. And so there, there are a whole lot of stuff that we're going to be doing as a church. And we're going to be getting out in the community. Who says amen? amen. And, so, and so I need you to follow that. Put that on the refrigerator so you'll know what's happening at Tabernacle of Praise. How many of you play volleyball? Or have? Or, uh, uh, amen. How many like playing volleyball? Many like playing volleyball? All right, so what we're doing at SLAM, our St. Louis area, our ministries, we're coming together. We're coming together. All five churches, we're coming together. We're putting a team, so I need some people to join me. All right? So male and female, we're going to play on the same team. That's all right? Same team. Male and female, we're playing together, and we're going to beat Agape. We're going to beat Northside. Come on, somebody. We're going to beat Lighthouse. Uh Uh-huh. Why? Why? Because we're at the top. Come on, somebody. All right? So, 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 regardless of your age, um, I want you, we're going to print this out, and I want you to put your names down because we're going to be starting this in February. Amen? So, 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 perhaps every Saturday night, we're going to be at Northside in the gym. Right? And so, we're going to have a great time because it's not just about singing. It's not just about preaching. We're bringing the community together. Amen? And so, and so this is going to be a great time. This is going to be a great time for us. Also, we invite, I just want to let you know what's happening here. We have voted Byron Henderson. He is one of our new pastors here in the St. Louis and the Grand Avenue, Charleston area. Byron Henderson, he, he is a member of the Lighthouse. He went to the seminary, and now he is now the new pastor of the Lighthouse. And Byron Wright, my bad, I say Henderson. 
Byron Wright. Thank you, thank you. Byron Wright. I had another Henderson. Byron Wright. He, he's a new pastor. Amen? Amen? Come and put your hands together. Praise the Lord for that. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. And so he's in Charleston this morning, and he's going to be installed, and he will be installed at the Lighthouse on next week's Sabbath. Amen. Also, we are celebrating black history. Amen? It's our story. We got to share it. We got to share it. And so we need you to prepare for that. So the first Sabbath um, there in February, we'll, be, we'll have our communion service. All right? And on that day, we want everyone to wear something red. Amen. Amen. Because we, we, um, we are also celebrating and making awareness of um, women heart, heart awareness, right? And so there, there are issues, issues going on at this time. And so we want to bring awareness to that. And so I want you to wear something red. And then the, the following Sabbath, the second Sabbath, starting on that Friday. All right? Y'all see it on the calendar. I'll talk more about it. But we started our winter revival. And we have a guest speaker coming in. And so that Friday at 7 p.m. we have our worship service. And then February 8, we have our friends and family day. And that's the time we want you to wear um, your... Your, your African attire. Amen? So, so, so through, through, for the whole month, all right, every Sabbath except on the first Sabbath, I want you to wear African attire. If you have it, please, if you don't have that, just come. Amen? Amen. Just, just come. Where, where would you have? And so we, we want, you to, want you to know that. And so we're excited about what's happening, happening at top. Let's continue to worship God in spirit and in truth. Let's do our thank offering as our children, Sister Betty, is going to come. Come on, kids. As she's coming, come on. Come on, kids. I'm so glad that my children are they are here today. Chloe and Isaiah. Amen. They missed Tom. Good. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord from whom all blessings flow. We come together now. For the best time, I thank offerings how God has blessed us this week, all week long, to give back our blessings unto the Lord. Happy time. So if you can please, we're going to give an offering unto God today. So prepare your hearts as the children come to be a blessing back unto the Lord. And happy Sabbath. While we're doing this, is there anyone here that has a testimony they would like to say this morning? Anyone? Well, I thank and praise God for just being here today, for being a blessing, for all that he's done, for all that he's doing. I give him glory. I give him praise. You know, in spite of, I want to encourage your heart today, that in spite of what you're going through, it might be some down times. You might not feel good in your body. But we come to give God the praise. We come to lift up his name because he is holy and he's worthy, hallelujah, to be praised. And so, you know, in spite of how we feel sometimes, we got to still worship God. We got to still come before God. We got to still pour out our hearts. No matter what we're feeling like, no matter what it's looking like, don't care what you look like. Don't let the enemy fool you, you all. Sister Betty feel pretty good. Maybe not in my body, but I come to give God glory because I'm a praiser. 
And we come to give God all the glory and praise for today. We need to worship God more. We need to be thankful more. We need to give God the glory. Because you know what? If we don't look at what we see, it's not going to work out. God's got our backs, you all. He's got the last say so. Any testimonies? No testimonies? I know somebody got something good to say this morning. Anybody? I just want to give testimony to the good Lord and how he's blessed us. You know, God is continuing to move in this, in this church, Tabernacle of Praise, amen? And we're excited about where we're going and how we're getting there. But I was so impressed and so touched this morning, Pastor. I got here about 920, and I got a call before I got out of my car. Where you at? It was my praise, my, my, my uh, prayer team. And they were lined up in the back there, and they were praying over this edifice, praying over your service this morning. I'm here to let you know we have a prayer team, and we want to make it known to you that if you need prayer, you're going to need to see one of us. We're going to send out a letter to, to the pastor and to the elders so you'll know who's on, on, uh, work on that charge for that month, but also for throughout the week. Come on, say amen. One more. Good morning. Happy Sabbath. It's good to be home. <laughs> I just want to thank and praise God for um, seeing a way out of no way. Um, I have learned that even when I don't see it, God does. Even when I only can see a string, he can see the full tapestry. Um, and I'm just thankful that he continues to watch over myself and my family, uh, keeping us safe. Um, since August, I have been moving from place to place without a stable place to go. Um, all of my, uh, most of my family is here, but nobody wanted to take in three extra people, uh, especially with um, if you are not used to having a baby in the house, it could be very disruptive at 3 in the morning. <laughs> and nobody wanted to take on that. Um, so we were moving from place to place. Um, sometimes uh, staying at hotels that we couldn't afford. Sometimes um, staying at um, family members' house that didn't have any heat. Um, it's very hard to move around. Um, you know, Destiny had school, so we were trying to get some more stable so she can continue school. There was a one point in time where she was out of school for three weeks because we had nowhere to go. Um, and But through it all, God still was there. Um, we still had somewhere um, to sleep. We still had um, food to eat. Um, we didn't know um, what the next day was going to look like or how the night was going to look like, but... God, <laughs> but God, <laughs> but God, <laughs> um, and I'm just, again, I am just uh, grateful that um, the creator of the universe is mindful of us. And thank you.
one time, my mom, she was going to work and somebody was cleaning the floor and she slipped and fell and she broke her arm and she got a really bad concussion. And so we went snowboarding one time and she felt really bad that she couldn't snowboard with us. But this year we went snowboarding again and this year she was snowboarding with us Would anyone like to pray over the office? We thank and praise God for all that has been given. Those that gave, those was not able to give, but God still bless. Would you like to pray? Who would like to pray this morning? Would you like to pray? Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Help us to have a good rest of the day. Help us to be good. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Keep us safe. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank and praise God for our children. At this time, we will turn it over to our pastor. All right, thank you. Our kids are now going to go because they have children's church. They have children's church, and so they're going to walk quietly, quietly, and we, we praise the Lord. That Sister McCray got some help today, and Sister Tika and Haynes will be leading out. Amen. With the children's church, so go ahead, children. Amen. Come on, let's worship God. How many of y'all feel like praising the Lord this morning? You know, a lot of times things get us down, but yet, because who? Because of who we serve, we still gonna praise the Lord. Uh -huh. So this song talks a little bit about that. Well, I've been singing hallelujah all day. I've been singing hallelujah. Oh, day. Since God woke me up this morning, I've been giving him the praise. I've been singing hallelujah all day. Come on, stand to your feet. I've been shouting hallelujah all day. I've been shouting hallelujah all day. Morning, I've been giving him the praise. I've been shouting hallelujah all day. I've been shouting hallelujah all day. Everybody, I've been singing. I've been singing hallelujah all day. Since God woke me up this morning, I've been giving him the praise. I've been singing hallelujah all day. I've been singing 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All day. All day. Since I woke me up this morning, I've been giving him the praise. I've been singing. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I love you. Lord, 
He deserved the highest praise. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are glad. Anybody glad? It's prayer time. It's prayer time. You should have received your, your prayer card. When there's prayer time, we know that the air of the Lord is open to his children. Amen. Bible says this in James chapter 5 as you're filling out that prayer card as you get ready to come to the front and place your request in this box it's not a magical box just a place where we're able to place our request so that we as ministers of the gospel are able to pray for you through the week amen James chapter 5 verse 15 through 18 says, And the prayer of faith, the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him or her up. <laughs> Are y'all listening? And if he or she has committed sins, it is, it is. He will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Some of you are carrying a lot of stuff around and we're wondering why we're not healed. When we worry about stuff, and we're going to talk about that today, it drains you. It gets you sick. It makes you depressed. But God says, let it go. Give it to me. You're being hurt, my dear friends. There are things that you don't even want to talk about. And you're suffering silently. God says, let it go. Surrender. Says the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. The power of prayer. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. And the earth produced its fruit. What do you need God to water now? What do you need God to bring to life? He has the power. But you have to have faith. And so right now, you stand in need of prayer. Come on, D, to the center. I want you to drop your request in here. If you have not had an opportunity to write it down, that's fine. Come on. We stand united in prayer with brothers and sisters. I want you to make your way, press your way. Those who are online.
this is a great opportunity for you. Perhaps you can, you can text, you can write there in, in, in that box and write your prayer requests. But I need you to believe as you watch this service. I need you to believe in the power of prayer. I want all of my young people to come up here because we want to cover you as well. We want to cover you as well. Those who have returned back to school, we want to cover you as well. There's so much coming against our children. Exercise. Just shout it out. What do you need God to do? Just shout it out. What do you need God to do? Healthy grace. Restore your spirit. Save. Children. Family. What do you need God to do? Come on. Protect your child. Purpose. Save your family. Health and peace. What do you need God to do? Healing. Yeah. What do you need God to do? Healing. What do you need God to do? Spiritual growth. Hear his voice. Your brother. Yeah. Health. Yeah, healed. Spiritual stability. Let's pray. God. Thank you for loving us with an everlasting love. Thank you for looking down upon us and showering us with your grace. None of us in this place right now deserve your grace. Thank you for divine favor this morning and so God we we confess where we have failed you this week God blot out our transgressions Lord forgive us for having a disobedient spirit forgive us for not I'm listening to your voice Forgive us for not spending time with you. Forgive us for not studying your word. Forgive us for not having a heart of compassion for all people. God, we cannot say we we love only you and hate our brothers and sisters. Let's say that, Lord. That's not true love. You gotta have the love of Christ, the agape love, unconditional love. Forgive us, Lord, 
for complaining this week. Forgive us for not realizing how much we are loved by you and how much we are blessed. We heard in the testimony this morning where someone really had no place to call her own. No heat. Things that we take for granted. Yet, she was so grateful. Willing to give you thanks for providing food, for providing shelter. Oh God, help us not to, to, to have the and God help us to have a faith. We don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith. Trusting in you always. So God, take these requests now. The promise is that when we call, you will answer. And while we're yet speaking about our needs, you will send help. And God, right here in Tabernacle of Praise, you have sent your angels to minister to those hearts that are broken. To minister to the hearts of those who are depressed. Those who are sad. Those who who feel like letting go. Minister even right now. And teach us how to hold on. Help us to have a winning spirit of God. Those who are saying, Lord, help them in their schoolwork. We want better grades. God, it will only come if we discipline ourselves. Have self-control. Sit down in our seat. Open up the books. Read. Study every day. So I'm praying to God for our children, our youth, our young adults in this place, those who are, who are in school, oh God, that they will not waste their time with the foolishness of this world, oh God. But I pray for our children to have spiritual discipline, oh God. When others want to engage in, in foolishness, oh God, that they will stand up for the right, oh God. When others don't want to study, oh God, that our children, oh God, will open up their minds, oh God, and study going to come easy Lord they got to put in the work pray that all of our children will get all A's this year classes where they're struggling in math or English oh God you know you know those classes oh God I pray that they oh God will do well I pray for, I pray for the health of every individual in this place, oh God. Those who, who, who are dealing with sickness, oh God. You know their bodies, oh God. You know from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, many are dealing with some issues. But we rebuke sickness right now in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, that no cancer will come in anybody's body today, oh God. We pray, oh God, that you will take away the diabetes, oh God. But God, I'm praying, oh God, that we will not go against your word when it comes to the health principles, oh God. Help us to eat right. Some things we need to do in order to keep ourselves healthy. It calls for us to listen to your word. So God, help us to hear the voice of Jesus Christ. There are other voices, oh God, that are in some of our, our, our heads, Lord. Take it away. Let us only hear the voice of Christ. I pray, oh God, that you'll give us the financial increase, oh God. And I know that it only come when we are obedient to you, Lord. We can't rob you and still want your blessing. 
You can't do that, God. You, you call in, you call in this year. You put it in my mind to tell the people you're going to give the increase when we are obedient. You're going to trust us with more when we are obedient. So take away self from us. Heal our marriages. Heal our relationships, Lord. Give the breakthrough. Give the deliverance. Give the answer that someone is in need of even now. Prepare, be, prepare us for greater this year. And every prayer that went into that box, God, answer it according to your will in your time. And we, oh God, will always give you thanks. In Jesus' name. I said in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And amen. if you believe that God has done it, Say amen. We claim it. We claim it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Love you more than anything. Come on, you love the Lord? Come on. I worship. Come on, lift your voice. Just want to tell you. Say, Lord, I love you. One more time. Say, I love you, Jesus. Say, I worship you. I just want to tell you. That I love you. out there. God is good all the time. He is so worthy. He is so worthy of our praise. And I I just have to go off script just for a second, ladies. Every week I sit here and they're calling for a testimony. And I have so many testimonies. I just get caught up in the, it's like a deer in the lights, you know, in those headlights. And I just can't think of what to say. So I'm going to take the time. I just got to give God some praise because it occurred to me as I was sitting there that when we don't give God praise, we're being ungrateful. So I was being ungrateful. So first of all, I want to apologize to the church for my lack of gratitude because God has been so good to me. If I can hear someone who has been through so much, I've never been through lack of home or homelessness. I've never had that experience. But she's praising God, and I just felt so bad. So I just want to say God has been so good. First of all, I just want to thank all of our church members are really, really good people, and I enjoy being here and worshiping with you. That's a blessing to me. 
the sermon last week was really a blessing to me. I shared that sermon with at least three people this week. You know, and then I want to say this week, something major happened in my life. I completed my first ebook, which I've been trawling over for so long. And, and we started a GoFundMe, GoFundMe for a transitional living housing program for teen mothers. And by the grace of God, only through the power of the Lord and the Holy Spirit, will we open this thing, hopefully, in March. So I'm just going to say, I cannot be ungrateful. And I just want to say thank you, Lord, for touching my heart and reminding me. And by the grace of God, I'm going to be the first one up to praise God because he's done more than any of you could ever imagine he's done for me. So we're ready. You ready? Okay, so I was looking, the other day I was reading, and I was reading about how many, first of all, that across the United States, there is a, a lack of uh, paying, returning tithe and offering just in every church. So I thought about, you know, the Seventh-day Adventist church. Yeah, we're pretty good. We got all this truth. We got it going on. <laughs> we got it going on. So I said, well, I know that's not our church. But do you know I read where only 20% of the people, the remnant of God, returns tithe and offering? Do you know I read that? Yeah, I read that same thing. I think it was Adventist Review, and it was not just in North America, but worldwide, about 20, 25% of the membership is actually honest and faithful in returning tithes and offerings. So let's just, you know, I'm trying, I'm like a visual person. So can you give me, you know, like an, a picture of what that looks like for our church? What, you know, in our church, what does that mean? Uh, well, if you just look at the number of people here today, just for example, that mm-hmm. would mean maybe just this section is supporting the whole church. So this section's paying for the lights, the gas, the heat, the water, the rent, the uh, maintenance on the church, just from this section, which means the other 75 or 80 percent not contributing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So are you saying if we did it numerically that 10 people, 10, that's easy, only two out of 10 returns tithe and offering? Yeah, it's like two out of 10. So if you have 10 cows, only two are giving milk. But you're feeding all 10 but of them. But you're feeding all 10 of them. Oh, okay. So is there, let's say cows, I don't relate to that. What do you mean? Well, if you have, uh, you have a car, right? I do have a car. Well, if you have six cylinders in the car, only one cylinder is working to push the car down the street. Okay, all right, all right. But you still can get down the street. But the rest of the people, passengers, are still riding along. Oh, okay, okay. Getting passed up, so you say. Well, okay, so now... Yeah, I thought that tithe, you know, that was kind of representative of our trust and obedience to God. Hmm. And offering represents kind of our love for God. So you're saying to me that out of ten people, only two are having faith, trust, trust and obedience and love for God? Well, Is that what you mean? I don't want to point fingers. But what is what is talking about tithing 
That's the 10% God says, commands us to give. Right. If you do that, that measures your obedience. Okay, okay. But he also asks for a free will offering, and when you trust God enough to put in an offering, that's showing how much you trust and depend on him. Okay. So a lot of people are obedient, a lot of times just because they're afraid to go to hell, and other people truly trust God enough to give extra. Oh, okay, okay. Well, now, one, I just got, I, I'm, I'm really confused about this. Because when we come to church, we're coming because we love God and we want to obey God. Because, I mean, you know, really, if we don't want to obey God, why are we even bothering with the Sabbath? But we won't even think about that. But if, do you think only two people out of ten are praying and ask for God's blessing? Do you believe that? Well, we, I'm sure everybody wants God's blessing, but the so Exodus. So wait a minute. Are you saying 100% want God's oh, blessing? Oh, everybody, everybody wants God's blessing. Let me see. Let no me see. doubt about Do it. I, how many of you guys want God to bless you out there? Yeah, everybody wants God's blessing. Everybody wants God's blessing, okay? But not everybody trusts God. Well, if you read Exodus 28 through 11, God says that some people are robbing him. And tithe and no, offering. no, is that Exodus 20? Yeah, verse 8 through 11. No, he that's says, the you Sabbath. Are Remember me. the Sabbath day. Oh, I well, think that's Malachi. You're right. I'm sorry, Malachi. And he says that you're robbing me in tithe and offering. Okay, so now I'm really confused because if we're robbing God, then we're going back to Exodus, and then it says, Thou shalt not steal. Mm, well. So are we stealing? Well, sometimes it's like people rob God in tithe and offering, but then they turn around and want blessings. So it's like if I steal your car. Okay. I steal your car. No, no, not, well, you can't steal, man. It's not working, but go well, on. Well, if I steal your car and then I offer you a ride to work so you can keep paying the note on it. Okay. All right. I, now, I just have one more question. Mm-hmm. Are you saying to me that eight out of ten people are willing, will have more faith in being cursed with a curse than trusting in God? Well, he says you're cursed with a curse for robbing him, so God never lies, right? God doesn't lie. No. Mm -mm. And then I'm going to ask, I said one more, but this is it. What is a curse with a curse? How does that work? What does that mean? Well, I can't explain all of what God's thinking, but he says you're cursed with another curse. So you better talk to him about what he means. Well, okay, maybe I can look at it like this. Because I don't believe that everybody who gets sick is just because God has cursed them. But I'm just going to use this as an example. So I'm sick. That's a curse. Now I got doctor bills. That's another curse. Hmm, could be. I think everybody's different. And everybody's suffering or struggling from a lot of different things. That's why I say everybody has to talk to God themselves and ask him what should they do to be saved. You know what I, I, I'm thinking this. Let's suppose, because I heard about how much tithe we returned last, last week. Now, if we said that all of the church, 100%, that would have been $700,000 in tithe alone, Whoa, man. which would have given us a $7 million buying power is within this church. Just this church. And then 
I think this church is like 10%, and in spite of everything, 5% in offerings coming in. So that would have been $350,000 in offering if 100% participated in tithing up. And you know what that means? That means that young lady, we probably could have bought her a house. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. You, that means that every child in this school, in this house, can go to the church school because we can afford that. That's right. That we, means a new church that we wanted, it was done. Yeah. It's not because we don't have, it's because we're not doing, mm. or I'm not for sure what this means, but the, we're going to have that seven-day fast. Let's bring the church up. Not, let's not do the least we can do. I mean, let the world, they can be 20%. Let Tabernacle of Praise be 100%. We want 100% blessings. I want every young person to have a full scholarship into the colleges. I want every sick person to be well. What is holding us up? And, and then there's one more part. Even this whole nation. So if you're cursed with a curse, do that affect me? Have mm. mercy. Let's just end with that thought. All right, we'll end with that. And any with that thought, we'll ask our deacons to come forward to lift the morning's tithe and offering. And we'll offer a word of prayer before they come. Loving Father, we thank you so much for blessing us, Lord, to be faithful in tithe and in offering. We thank you so much, Lord, that you, through your divine power, you give us the desire to do thy will. Bless those that give, those that had not to give. And Lord, bless those that had to give but didn't give. We ask and pray that you'll be with each of us, Lord, to do thy will, that this gospel message may be spread throughout all the world in this generation. In Jesus' name, amen. And so we want you to be blessed. And so if you need a tight envelope, just raise your hand if you receive one. If you, if you need one, just raise your hand. Deacons, just hold on, hold on. Give a second, because sometimes we hear this message, but, but sometimes we ignore it. All right? It's a, it's, a, it's a discipline. And so if you need a tight envelope, just raise your hand. If you don't need one, if you'd like to give online. You can go to Cash App, those who are watching. You can go to Cash App, dollar sign, T-O-P, giving. Dollar sign, T-O-P, giving. Dollar sign, T-O-P, giving. And give your tithe. If it's 10%, put, write it down. This is my 10%, and this is my offering. And put that amount as well so that the treasurer will know how to do it. Please, young and old, young and old, you can do this. And so if you need so, just go ahead, T-O-P, giving at Cash App. All right. Come on, let's sing the song.
glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb. Everybody say glory to
Glory to the Lamb.
put your hands together for that ministry and dance, amen. Tabernacle of Praise Dance as we give God thanks for our young people, amen. And for the ministry, truly that was a blessing. Reminds us that those saved by God's grace, we should never be ashamed to open our mouths and give God glory. You don't have to win the lottery to give him glory. Come on, somebody. Give him glory. He's worthy to be praised. For those who are here, this is your first time this year in 2020. Happy New Year to you. We're glad, glad that you are, you are in the house and you're well. Some of you are out sick. But I'm glad that you're well today. It's good to see you. Imani, good to see you. Dion, welcome back. She's excited about this series, family. Many others that are here from other churches, we say thank you for being here at TOP. Amen? Thank you. Thank you. You know, with our stewardship leaders, the, the carols are our stewardship leaders. They're there to remind us about being faithful stewards. And it's not, about, it's not, not only about money, family. It's about our time. Now, what I need you all to do, family, come on. I need you all to sit up. I need you not, I know. Do I need you to stretch your arms? Because I've been on the road all day yesterday for two days. So you cannot. You cannot. Even if you're pretending that you're sleeping, I'm, I'm going to come to you and wake you up. Y'all going to have to help me with the power of the Holy Ghost to preach this word. Because it's important that I am here with you. So please. And so, and so... Brother Haynes, Miss Haynes, thank you for being here again. Good seeing you. But our starship um, directors doing a wonderful job reminding us about giving God our time, using our talents. Um, we, here at Top, we want everybody to be involved in a ministry. Amen. And so if you desire to do something, um, let us know. We don't have, have that particular ministry and God has put that in you to do. You don't have to be a leader. Just let us know. We can see how we can support. Amen? Do ministry. That's what it's about. Using our gifts. Amen? Amen. Also about our treasure and then our temple. Taking care of the body. I, I think I need to remind you to, to, to go back and watch the, the eight-part series that we did with Creation Health. Making choices. Amen? Getting rest. The environment that we live in. Making sure it's not toxic. Come on, somebody. Amen. You know, the air that we are breathing, I know that they just passed the law, the marijuana stuff in Illinois. I pray that none of my members are over there buying. Hello? And trying to smoke, smoke a little weed. Hello? You know, I don't have much to say about the oil yet, but guess what? Don't destroy your body by smoking. Hello? Okay, how it makes you feel. It's going to mess you up. They're lying. Just to make that money. With the vapor, they thought that was a good thing now. 
And now look, they can't even figure out what is killing the people so quickly. It's a lie. Don't get caught up in what the enemy is trying to do. Make it look like it's cool. Because now doctors don't even want to do their jobs properly now. So they just want to give you a pill or give you this so that you can go and just write the prescription. I need to start doing that. Yo, I'm going to write a prescription for the word. Come on, somebody. No, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Um, and so, and so don't, don't get caught up in this stuff, family. Take care of your body. Yeah. Sat in the chair uh, with, with, with somebody a few days ago and they tell me, man, pray for my son. They, the son, um, I believe 14 years old, came down with diabetes. I asked the father, like, how come? Parents, you got a job to do. Prepare healthy meals. I know the fast food is, is quick and all of that stuff. Prepare healthy meals. Kids can't even stay up at school now because they, it's what they're putting in their bodies. We're not managing their time at home and so they're staying up at night with these phones. No, take those stuff. Y'all ain't listening to me. This, this, this is real stuff that the Holy Spirit is telling me right now. We want our children to, to do well. But we got to put in the time. Put in the time. And that's what it's about. Trusting in God. Interpersonal relationship skills. Nutrition. It's important. And so... And to remind you of that, and that's what they're reminding us of, being faithful stewards. And then the treasure family. We're about ministry at top. So we want to thank everyone that have given today. Perhaps this is a struggle for some. Why should I give? What's top doing for me? Well, praise the Lord, you have someone that can stand before you and preach this gospel, that labor in the word that is praying for you. Somebody that when you call, when you call, hey, I need you to do this, do this thing or this counsel or whatever, at the end of the day, no one is writing your bill, giving you an invoice. Come on, somebody. Even if you're not a member of the church, but you believe in what is happening at top and, 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 and the reason why you, you give because we, we want to expand the kingdom of God is not about me or anybody sitting in this pew. God wants to minister to all of us every day. That's why we give to change, to change the world around us. And so, you know, I heard you talk about um, the teen house, the, the teen house you're about to do, transitional house, because we got a grant. So far since I've been here, we've gotten over $30,000 to do ministry beyond the walls. Y'all ain't listening. Y'all, y'all see what the blessing God gave? So we're going to give you $500 to start to help with that. And that's what happens, man. When, when, when we have it, we can give it. That's why we give. Whatever amount God has placed on your heart to give, you do that, uh, call it systematic giving. If I'm blessed this week, I'm blessed, blessing God. If it's bi-weekly, I'm blessing God. If it's monthly, I'm blessing God. No way. So I don't even use the tight envelope. And I encourage those of you who use the tight envelope, fine. So I, I, I use Cash App. Easy. So that when I have it, I give it right away. 
and it comes right off my account because I don't want to spend it. I need, a, I, need a, I need some new suits because I'm losing weight. Come on, somebody. I need, a, I need to get that little tight stuff, like, you know what I'm saying, make it fit. You know, so, so, so yeah, you're funny. And so, and so, and so, and so, and I'm doing it in a healthy way. Because there are things I had to eliminate out of my diet. And that's why I have a goal in mind. So when I challenge you, I'm living that. I'm practicing that. So let's, let's be faithful starts this year. Who says amen? amen? Are you ready for the word? Yes. You ready for it? Yes. All right, all right. We're continuing with our sermon series. Our sermon series, overcoming dream what? Dream thieves. Delays and what? Disappointments. Y'all got to talk to me now. And so we're doing this all, all, all month. And so we're still using for our sermon title, delays sometimes. Whose plan? God's plan. We already talked about the sovereignty of God, right? Last year, last week. So we don't have to. We don't have to try to like, man, for real. You mean, mean there are some delays that are designed by God? Yeah, because He's sovereign. He's a God who's in control, right? And so, and so, and so, we we know that God, God will be with us no matter what. And so, we're gonna go right into this. So let's pray. Let's pray, Father, Holy Spirit, guide us, give us strength. Give us wisdom to understand your word today. I pray, oh God, that you'll help us to trust in you. We ask, oh God, that this word will truly help us to grow. I pray, oh God, that we'll make the right decision to listen to your word even now. In Jesus' name, amen. Delays sometimes God's plan. This is part two. All of us, one time or the other, have prayed and asked God for something and have had to wait on the answer. Right? Well, let's be honest. Waiting is perhaps one of life's most difficult tasks. We hate the fact that we have to wait for something, right? Let's be real. Take the fact. We live in a society where everything, everything is instant. We have instant pudding, instant grits, instant credit, instant rice, and the list goes on and on, and even for some, instant love. All of this simply says you can have what you want without the wait. We have become a society where delays are not accepted or tolerated. We have become a society of impatient people, and now it is pouring over into the church. People want a quick worship, a quick word. Let me get out of here. Impatient. As I said in our sermon last week, the fact of life is delays are an everyday occurrence. We hate to admit it, but we'll all face delays in our lives. If you go to the doctor, you have to wait in the waiting room for your turn to see the doctor. You go shopping, hello. Especially at Walmart. I'm calling them out, man. 
Man, don't go the first of the month. That's it. You have to wait in a line. You go get some fast food. Fast food. You got to wait in a slow line to get your fast food. Mm. When we're facing delays, hear me now. It is easy to become discouraged and to give up on what you're waiting for. Very easy. As it relates to your life and the spirit, things don't always happen at, at a snap of a finger. Sometimes God does something instantly, instantly, and other times he says, wait. You must understand that waiting time is testing time and not wasted time. Any time that you spend waiting on God is never wasted if you do it wisely. Just enough for those who are, who are stubborn and hard-headed. Sometimes, sometimes it's God that does the waiting. Yeah, it's God that is waiting. What is he waiting on? He's waiting for us to obey him so he can bless us. God will not bless us with abundance. Listen to my word. Because we quote the text, man. Um, yeah, yeah, his faithfulness uh, is renewed every morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to wake you up. Huh? He's going to give you some strength. But there are things that you're praying for, God, if you do this. I say, I can't give you that because I can't trust you with it. So he's waiting on us. But some people, so many people are so, they're disobedient. Family, when we're facing times of delay, we can become frustrated. We can become discouraged and even angry. Many times we, we, we take on our anger on our children. We take on our anger on family members. We take on our anger on, 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 on people on the street. We even take our anger on people even in the church. Because we're upset. We're not getting what we want. And sometimes we take our anger on God. And all of this combined together can become a breeding ground for the enemy to tempt you to quit and give up. May I remind you of a few important lessons we learned last week in part one of our sermon series. Even if you weren't here, you can get it right now. Here it is. Big lesson. We're going to keep on doing this. So let's say it together now. God's delays are not God denials. Have you been thinking about this this week? God's delays are not God's denials. And we learned about this. God uses delays to what? I'm going to talk about that when I close the sermon. He uses delays to prepare us for something greater, something better. God uses, number two, God uses delays to do what? Test us. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 2. I'm going to test to see if you're loyal to me. To see if you really love me. To see if you really respect me. Hello. Number three. That's the text there. Write it down. Number three, here it is, here it is, number three. God uses delays to train us, here it is. What a good father, right? Willing to train us. Um, because sometimes it takes longer to get Egypt out of us than it does to get us out of Egypt. Number four, you got to get it. It's online, amen, or you can get one of those DVDs today, amen. 
God uses, number four, God uses delays, disappointments, problems to what? Draw you. What a good God. Man, he says, I want to be so close to you, my brother. I want to be close to you every day. What a great God. And so, and so we're going to get into this again. Let's go to Exodus chapter 13. Exodus chapter 13, verse 17, verse 18. We're going to skip down to verse 21 and 22. And then we're going to skip over to, to, to um, also, we're going to look at the book of Numbers. So just follow me. I'm going to let you sit down as you read the word, but I need you in the word. All right? If you have it on your phones, pull it up on your phones. Download the word. Download the word or go. Pull up that, pull up that, um, that screen, the URL, and put in, hey, give me the Bible. Put in Exodus chapter 13. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Are you ready? All right, keep on looking. Amen. Exodus chapter 13. We're going to start at verse 17. So you remember the children of Israel have been into, they, they have been in slavery in Egyptian bondage for 430 years, okay? For a long time, very long time. So now God is getting ready to deliver his people. So are you there? Verse 17. Say amen. amen. All right. Just going to skip through. Here it is. Then it came to pass when Pharaoh let the people what? Go. That God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was what? Near. For God said, lest perhaps the people what? Change their minds when they see what? Lord. And return where? Turn to Egypt, verse 18. So God led the people around by way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. He is a caring God, right? And the children of Israel went up in orderly what? Orderly rites, right? They're united. They say, man, we listen to God. Yes, yes. Out of the land of Egypt. Now go down, go down to, to, to verse 21, all right? And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of what? Wow. To lead the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them what? So as to go by day and what? He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by? From before the people. God is with them, right? Hello now, hello now, now. Jump down to chapter 14. Chapter 14 now. So now they're moving, they're moving, and and, and Pharaoh, Pharaoh like, man, no man, I got to go back and get these people. So he he rounded his troops uh, and he got over 600 plus chariots and they're coming after the people now. And so now verse 10, we pick up the story. Are you there? Verse 10, man, this is, this is some drama right here, man. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their what? And behold, the Egyptians marched after them, so they were what? So afraid. So afraid. You need to underline that. Underline that. They were afraid or highlight that They're in your phones. They, they, they were afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to who? Uh-huh. Then they said to who? Moses. Because there were no what? There are no graves in Egypt. Have you taken us away to what? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word, the word that we told you in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may serve who? Man, forget God. We will serve the Egyptians. You are seeing this? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should what? My, 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 my. And Moses said to the people, do not be what? Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. And the Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your what? Hold your peace. Now go, go over to Numbers chapter 13. All right, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. All right, the fourth book written by Moses, right? Fourth book. All right, Numbers chapter 14 now. Just want, want you to get context, all right? Numbers chapter 14. 
Numbers chapter, no, chapter 13. Let's pick up chapter 13. All right? Are you there? Say amen. amen. All right, we're going to skip through as well. Let's start with verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am given to the children of Israel from each tribe of the fathers. You shall what? Send a man. Everyone a leader among them, right? And so, and so now skip down to, to verse 17, all right? Skip down to verse 17. He's choosing, choosing the men, all right? Ten spies. Then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan. This was the promised land, right? And said to them, go up this way into the south and go up to the mountains. Verse 18, and see what the land is like. Whether the people who dwell in are strong or what? Few or many. Whether, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad. Whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds. Whether the land is rich or poor and whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. And so these individuals went, right? Verse, verse 25 now. Verse 25. And they returned from spying of the land after 40 days. Right? Now they, and now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel. And they began to talk, tell Moses um, and, and show Moses everything, right? Verse 27. Then they told him and said, we, want, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and what? Honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are what? Strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. And it began to talk about the Amalekites and, and the Jebusites and all of these Hittites and individuals around. And they said, man, we are surrounded. Verse 30, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up and once and take possession. For we are well able to what? Overcome it. When you read it, you continue to read. Caleb and Joshua were the only two that entered the promised land. Because people are making all of these excuses. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. As you go through this sermon, the question you must ask yourself is this. How well am I handling the delays in my life? How well? When you're going through the delays in your life, there's four things that you don't want to do. Four things you don't want to do. I'm only going to do, deal with two for the sake of time. Are you ready? You speak back to me, I will, take, I, will, I will rush this through. Speak to me. Are you ready? All right. I'm just going to deal with two. All right? Four things that you don't need to do. Here it is. Number one. Here it is. Very simple. Write it down. Lock it in your mind. Don't what? Hmm. Hmm. This is the first mistake the Israelites made. There are a lot of reasons for the delays that happen in your life. But this one, when you think about it, it's your own. It's your own fault. God says, when you read scripture, he says, don't be afraid. And they were afraid to go forward at the Red Sea. They were so afraid. They're like, man, we're looking back and, and 600 people are coming against us. Yeah, man, we see the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, but, but I'm not sure if you are able to take these 600 people, God. And then when we look in the front of us, there's a wall sea called the Red Sea. I don't know how we're going to get through this. We are going to die. Fear. They were afraid to enter the promised land because of the wall cities and the giants living in the land of Canaan. 
said in Numbers chapter 13, verse 28, 33, look at it. But God led, led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up, harnessed out of the land of Egypt, right? That's the word. That's the word. And, 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 and when, you look, when you look at this, I'm not sure, and the Lord went before them. It's supposed to be Numbers. The Lord went before them. No, that's it. 21 and 22. By day in the pillar of cloud, by night, and all of this stuff. And why are they afraid? God is leading them. Why are you afraid? They're friends. He said in Numbers chapter 13, verse 20 and 33, we are afraid. The people there are stronger, man. So when we look at them, they're so tall. They're buff. We're weak. He said, man, when we, look, when, we look, when we look around us, when you look around the, the neighboring cities, we are surrounded by enemies. There's no way we're going to take over this land. So God, I don't know. I'm not sure what you have promised, but it don't look like it's coming true. Oh, God, help me. They had, when you look at the story, these individuals had enough faith to move out of Egypt, but didn't have enough faith to move into the promised land. They were afraid. And this is how some of us are. We want all that God has for us, but we fear all that it's going to take for us to achieve it. Many will not get that degree. They will not get that degree, Dion. Because they, 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 man, they fear having to take all, all of those classes, all of those assignments, and write all those papers. I don't want to do it. Many will not get the, that promotion or, or, or land that dream job because they're so afraid of, of being told no. People don't like being rejected. The problem with fear is that it keeps you in the wilderness in the desert and barren stages of life. Fear prolongs the delay. It prolongs the delay. Fear and faith cannot live in the same house together. Many of our dreams have never been fulfilled, Jessica. Not because of God, but because so many people have not stepped out in faith. We are too afraid to attempt something great. So you know what we do? We procrastinate. And our God-sized dreams becomes dormant because we're not willing, we're not willing to do something that scares us. When you're talking about opening, opening a transitional home for teenagers, man, that should scare us. But that shouldn't stop us. Got to move on. Fear causes the delays in your life, and it keeps you from moving ahead. Some people are stuck. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 60 years. The antidote, you ready for the antidote? Yeah. It's not marijuana. You all ready for it? The antidote. <laughs> the antidote to fear. It's not a pill. It's free. I'm going to give you it right now. You ready? The antidote to fear is to focus on God's presence. This is where faith comes in. Exodus. Uh, 
I, I read it already. God led the people, man. He led the people. Pillar of cloud by day, pillar of fire by night. He's leading the people. That means who is with them? The angel of the Lord is with his people. That lets me know, Sister Kim, in every situation that you will have to face in life, as a mother, you got to realize that God is with you. When you're afraid to go after the dream, listen to me. God has given you, you're afraid to go after this dream. You need to focus on God's presence. Don't focus on how much it's going to cost you, but focus on God's presence. Don't focus on on the time that's going to cause you. Focus on God's presence. Jesus says there in Matthew chapter 28 verse 20, he says, man, I will be with you always. He says, I'll be with you always. And I love the text here in Psalm chapter 139 verse 7 through 10. I got to move on. He says, where can I go from your spirit? That in other words, he says, oh, where can I flee from your presence? David says, if I sin into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell or the grave, behold, he says, man, everywhere I look, God, you are there. In other words, he, David goes on to say, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall what? Lead me and your right hand shall what? Hold me. Don't you lie on God. Say, God is not with me. He is with you. Oh, help me. Help me, Holy Ghost, to preach, to preach this word. There will never be a time in your life when God is not with you. He is with you now. He has always been, and he always will be. Is that good news for somebody today? He's with you when things are going good and when things are not going well. He's with you when you, when, you, when you feel, when you don't feel it, or even, man, when you don't feel, man, God, God man, God, I don't, feel, I don't feel you right now. No, God is there. God says, I'll always be with you. Someone says there are 365 fair knots in the Bible. You'll find that, fair knot in the Bible, 365. That is true. Then that's one for every day of the year. God says, no matter what you are facing, don't be afraid. And I love the text, the promise. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Nudge someone next to you. Nudge them. Nudge them. Hear the word. God says, man, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Anybody happy to know that we'll never face any situation in life that God isn't facing with us? Aren't you happy about that? Yeah. You know what? We tend to forget that. And when we do, we start being afraid. Don't fear, but focus on God's presence. He's with you all the time. Perhaps um, some of you are in the delay phase right now. Anybody can be honest? You're in a delay phase right now? Can you be honest today? You've been praying about something, and it hasn't happened yet. Anybody praying about something? You haven't seen it yet? Come on, let's be honest. Come on. I'm talking about this is going to, man, we're going to experience breakthroughs today. Come on. You start to think that God, man, for some, has forgotten you. Good news is, my brother, 
God has not forgotten you. He knows what you're going through, mother, father, daughter, son. It's a delay by design. I know it's quite difficult for some to like, man, for real? God, you're really trying to help my character? Come on, God. You're, you're really trying to take some stuff out of me before you really open this? Man, man God, that's hard. You really want me to learn to trust you? And God is saying, yeah. You can count on God. Y'all hear me? You can count on God for his help. Don't fear. Because remember, let's say it together. God's delays are not God's denials. Number two, last one. Don't what? Don't fret. Let's break this down. Psalm chapter 37. Let's go. 37 to 8. Get a few more minutes. Says what? I talk about waiting, right? Here's a text. It's a command. Wait and what? You can't trust in mommy and daddy. You can go down the list. But trust who? Don't be what? Ooh, I love it. When others get what? You been talking about it, Carlos. Oh, when someone else. Woo, man. I wish I had some time, but I gotta go. Don't get angry. You know, some people get jealous. I'm tired of hearing that person over there being blessed. Why they don't just sit down and shut up? Where's my blessing, God? Why it look like everything is going well in their house? But you don't know the steps I'm taking. You don't know the trouble I have. Why are you getting jealous? Oh, my goodness. Because if I do this, the word says it only leads to what? And there are some troubled husbands, some troubled wives, some troubled children, some troubled workers, some troubled churchgoers. Because they're looking at cells. So when we talk about testimony, and I'm not trying to call anybody, I want you to have a different outlook on next time. When they call for testimony, there should be some cheers and rumbling over this place because I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. Don't just think about the big stuff. God do some great stuff. So when you look at this word, fret, it means worry. Don't get worried. Don't get uptight. And we do that when we get into delays. We worry. We get uptight. And we do this and we stress ourselves out. We're exhausted, man. And, and, and you know what? Worry will give you something to do. You want something to do? Worry. But worry will drain the strength. Man. 
When you worry, you bind the hand that can help you. God don't respond to fear. He responds to faith. Grumbling and rushing into things has caused a lot of people grief and pain. How do I know? Here's the text. Come on. How many want to be a free worshiper? Ready? And he or she sins who what? And sins with his feet. What am I talking about? When we try to take matters into our own hands, we get in trouble. It's like, man, okay, God, you're moving slow. I need to try to help you. I need to try to help you. And one thing, listen, listen, it is frustrating to be in a hurry and God isn't. I'm learning this, man. I'm telling you, man, I, 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 I'm going through it. God is not in a hurry. He's never in a hurry. Look at it, Genesis chapter 1. He's the great God, but he says, you know what? I know I can make the heavens and the earth like that. Just like that. I can just speak it and it just... They say, you know what? I got to teach these human beings. You know what? Take time. Have a plan. Day one. You plan out what you want to do. See, some people, they don't plan. And when you don't plan, you rush into something and it messes up your future. Are y'all listening to me? Oh, man. And so so we're trying to to hurry God, man. We're trying to hurry God. And God says, man, I'm not hurrying. I'm not rushing. Because, you know, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day to him. I'm not rushing. The maker on heaven and earth, man, he's larger than time. That's why the word says he's alpha and omega. He knows the end from the beginning. And so you're worrying about the results, and God says, I already know it. Are you going to trust me? One of the most useless things for us to, to try to do is to speed up God. When you get impatient, you start trying to work it out yourself. You get a dream from God, make the decision to go for it, and then when the delay comes and it's not fast enough for you, you start to try to figure out ways of doing God's dream on your own. You're trying, you, you, you're trying to force the issue. You know the story of a man named Abraham in the Bible. They call him Father Abraham. Y'all know that, right? You don't go to church, you know it. Father Abraham had many sons and daughters, right? You talk about Abraham, and, 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 and God told Abraham when he was 75, he says, man, I'm going to bless you with a son. This son is going to be a miracle son, right? And why is this a miracle son? Because Sarah, his wife, man, she is old, right? And the Bible says she's barren. That means she can't have any babies. And so you can imagine the pain that man, Father Abraham said, man, man God, you're giving me a promise about having children, but my wife, she cannot conceive. So um, help me, oh God, I'm confused. And so now, and now for years, they're trying to figure out, man, all of this stuff. And one day, they perhaps came up with this human plan. They thought it was so great. So, so Sarah said, man, we, we're going to do a little swinging in the house, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? So, so, so don't, act, don't act foolish. Come on, scandal. It's scandal. It's there, 
Right? So the, Bible, so the Bible says, man, they came up with this master plan. It's a human plan. It's not a divine plan. Sarah says, man, hey, it's, it's all right for you to go cheat on me. I'm just breaking it down in our language. He says, it's all right, just, just go, man, because we got to try to help God out. We want this miracle child. Perhaps God is not, he's not answering right away. So my, 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 my maidservant, Hagar, She's beautiful, and perhaps I know you've been looking. It's a word. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right? And so, and so, so now, the brother, Abraham, he wants the miracle child, right? He loves his wife, but he, like, he wasn't even trying to convince her. to like, are you sure? You, 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 you really want me to do that? He said, okay. <laughs> and the brother went in, and he went in. Because the, the Bible says that Hagar, she, she conceived a son and called him Ishmael. And God had to tell him, that's not the miracle child. But oh, look at the grace of God. Even when we mess up, God says, man, I can turn around. And says, I'm going to bless that child. And that child became the father of the, of the children of Arab. Then the Middle, Middle Eastern area, my dear friends. He blessed Ishmael, but God says, I still have the promised child. Abraham was 100 when Isaac was born. Don't tell me God can't open up wombs. Okay, you tell me God can't do it. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power, my dear friends. Wait on God. And Isaac was a miracle child because he became the father of the Jewish nation. And from the Jewish nation came our savior of the world, Jesus the Christ. Papa says, don't fret. But trust God's timing. It says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Resting in God is an act of faith, family. You got to trust God's timing. It means you're waiting on God. As I close, come on. You got to close. You got to think about this. I love telling this story because it speaks to our situation. Jesus and his disciples went in that boat. Y'all know the story? And out of nowhere, a great storm came. Great storm. And when you read Desire of Ages, it talks about, man, how the storm is like the enemy wanted to destroy all of the preachers at one time. He will bring storms in your life. Take you out. Cause you to doubt. And prolong the delay. The winds and the storms are beating against the boat. What's beating in your mind right now? What is disturbing you? It's causing you to fear. It's causing you to worry. Put yourself there in that situation. These brothers thought they were going to lose their lives. They're trying to do everything to save themselves, Dion.
in that situation. They forgot who was with them in the boat. They saw him do miracles. But now they are in the situation where they need not only human help, where they need divine help, but they forgot that the Savior, God himself, was in the boat. Not just in the boat, but I love what the Bible says. Even in the storm, he was asleep. Anybody want to rest with Jesus? Say, God, I get family issues. But I'm done. I'm resting in you. God, I have pain in my body, but I'm done. I'm resting in you. God, I have financial issues. I'm done. I'm resting in you. I'm giving it to you, Lord. I'm tired of doing it my way. And I'm prolonging the delay. Because I forgot that your word says you're with me. Always. They shook Jesus, man. Look what they asked him. Do you care? That's a wrong, that's a wrong thing to say. You know he cares. All you have to do, the Bible says, acts. And it shall be done. Matter of fact, they have heard Jesus speak a word in faith by telling this centurion, that your servant has been healed. All they had to do, Elder Wellington, was to speak to that situation because the power was in them and with them. And that sea would have been at rest. Don't be like them, family. As we go through the rest of this series, the Bible says God has set the right time for everything. Do I believe this word? God has set the right time for everything. His timing is perfect. Because I understand now that God's delays are not God's denials. Can I speak about my situation? I told you the story. But I need to remind you. Need to remind you. As we close. Two plus years, my wife has been looking for a job. In a field. Being denied every time. That can be very...
prayed and prayed, worship and do all of the stuff. And then God put it, this idea. In our minds, it says, man, I want y'all to go back. Because we're, we're screaming, I'm not going to say, I want y'all to go back and pour into those students in that area. You're like, wow, for real, God? Yep. As time went on, Dion. Listen up, young people. Listen up. As time went on, we accepted the plan, right? We said, God, you got to do it. We did the research. This particular job came up. We're thinking like, man, that's it right there. That's it right there. Fill out the application, everything. Went on the interview, and we were praying and fasting. I think that's it right there. Got word. We went in, in another direction. ready to quit on that promise on that divine plan y'all listen to me we're like man it's done there's no way until last year July y'all listen to me until last year July God says, check this one out. Matter of fact, it went down like this, where she got a call from the same place that denied her the year before. Said, we think you will be, you'll do well in this position. You're like, man, and we talk about, we like, man, we really don't want to go through another rejection, you know? This whole process, I used to, man, we say, let's do it. Because God has birthed that plan in us, right? Let's do it. Same process, she went through it. Hours, staying up, working through it, and we, we doing this mock um, um, interview, going, going with it, and we, we getting it in. Reminding and coaching them, blah, 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 all that stuff, all of that. The day of the interview, I can say this, I got a call from a conference far, far, far away. And on the line was the president speaking to me, saying, man, we want you to come and pastor this church. I said to the brother, I appreciate it. Listen to me. Because the, the, the very thing is to jump to it. Are you listening? God put the plan in us. And I had to remain patient. And if that sounded good, I said, at this time, we cannot. And I'm speaking in faith because my wife is about to accept the job at this particular place. Because I know the plan that God mapped out for us and 
could not divert. Stay focused. He says, I'm praying for you all. Then my wife called me. They offered her the position. Hold on. Hold on. Now think about this. I want you to get what I'm talking about. God's delays are not God's denials. Listen to me. Yes, it would have been a good job the year before. But this one, this one was where God said, I'm preparing you for something greater. Yes, it took a year. It took two years. It took three years. But I have prepared you for something greater so that you can pour into the lives of children from all around the world. And so now, and so now, yes, that job in in 2018 looked so good, but the job in 2019 came with a house. Yes, that job in 2018 looked so good, but this one came with no bills. Yes, that job in 2018 looked so good. But this job in 2019, it came with a dean position. It came with a director's position. God will elevate you in his time. Are y'all listening to me? So don't ask, man, what's happening with pastor? My wife is blessed, we are blessed. I'm still standing here before you because I know what God is doing. I know what God is doing for Tabernacle of Praise. I know what message that God is placing me to give to you even before I step out of this place because we need to hear that God's delays are not God denies. If you receive that word, come on and put your hands together. If you receive that, you receive that today. Come on. Come on, come on. You receive that today. Come on, come on. You receive that today. Say, say, I thank you, Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You receive that in your spirit today. Say, God, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your promise. I thank you for your truth. I thank you. So, God, we say thank you for your deliverance in this house. Thank you that you are with us. In every situation. Thank you that we can move forward in faith believing that you, oh God, have promised us to give us everything we need at the right time and in the right place. So God, help us to leave this place encouraged. Help us to believe and trust in your word through this week, oh God. We are going to be tested. But I'm praying, oh God, that on this, this coming Sabbath, oh God, we'll come back in this house filled with the energy, filled with power, filled with the Holy Ghost and saying, I have seen God do so much with, with just a little bit. So God, stretch us. Increase our faith. Before I close this service, Lord, it is important for somebody to accept you as their Lord and Savior as the one that would lead and guide them all this year. If that's someone today, just raise your hand saying, I accept you, Jesus. I accept you. He sees your hand today. Make that decision. He sees your hand today. He sees your hand today. Amen, 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 amen. I have someone that's saying, I need to be baptized. 
I want to be in this, this relationship with Christ. I need, I want my sins to be washed away. I want a new beginning. I want a fresh start this year. It's not saying you're being baptized today, but it's saying you're making that decision. If that's anybody today, just raise your hand. I want to be in the next baptism. Anybody today, young and old, I want to be even rebaptized. Raise your hand. We want to prepare you for baptism. Make that decision to make the Lord the one who is in control. Anybody, young and old, you want to be baptized, just raise your hand. And I will work with you. The elders, we will work with you. Anybody saying, I want to be baptized. Father, thank you for, the give, for being the giver of life. As we leave this place, help us to go and tell the world everything that we have heard. To tell them about your love. I pray, oh God, that we'll join our seven days of prayer and fasting starting tomorrow at 6.30. Pray that we'll be on that call. And I pray, oh God, that throughout the week, Lord, we will experience the power of heaven. I pray that you'll bring us back on this coming Saturday. Worship you in spirit and truth. And so may the Lord be with us always in his peace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come and put your hands together one more time. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. As you go. Bye.